You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 104, and we're going to be answering the question, what does it mean that the Holy Spirit came down like a dove after Jesus' baptism? Before I dive in, quick reminder to everyone, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. There are many ways to do that. You can find us on any of the podcast catching apps that are out there. So any of the Android uh, apps, uh, obviously iTunes, the podcast app on your Apple device, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Google Play, whatever. Uh, Whatever app you are familiar with, you can find the podcast there. Or you can just go to our website, theologyfortherestofus.com, and there will be several buttons or links you can click there that will uh, take you over to where you can uh, subscribe. Whenever you're subscribed, it guarantees you never miss an episode because every episode gets delivered directly to your device. So head over now and hit that subscribe button. All right, let's dive into the topic at hand. Uh, What does it mean that the Holy Spirit came down like a dove after Jesus was baptized? This is a great question. It's actually one of the questions I had early on in my faith uh, when I first started reading the Bible. I remember going to my youth pastor and saying, hey, you know, what does this passage mean? You know, why is this significant? And him and I dialogued about that. And so I'm excited to answer this question. Um, the, The Bible in all four gospel does mention the fact that Jesus was baptized. And in all four accounts, it makes it clear that the Holy Spirit descends down on Jesus. We see this in Matthew 3.16, Mark 1.10, Luke 3.22, and John 1.32. Again, all four gospel accounts you know, go out of their way to document the fact that Jesus was baptized and that the Holy Spirit came and descended upon him. The fact that it's documented in all four gospels leads me to believe that the gospel writers each felt like this was an event in the life of Jesus that was just way too important to to leave out. You know, there are several events in the life of Jesus that are not mentioned in all four, but this is one that is clearly outlined and presented in all four gospels. And in each case, it talks about the Holy Spirit, you know, coming down like a dove. Uh, the, the, The Spirit of God does not have a body. He does not have any physical form. Um, but the Holy Spirit does appear in different ways and in different forms throughout the throughout the scriptures. Um, and, and there are many symbols in the Bible for the Holy Spirit. So he may not have a, a precise form that he takes all the time, but there are moments where he takes a form in particular moments for a particular reason. Uh, let, me read from, let me read one of the four accounts about this moment. Luke chapter 3 verse 22 says, And the Holy Spirit came down, in a bodily form, like a dove on him. In this moment, the Holy Spirit comes down on Jesus, descends onto him in bodily form. Does that mean he looked exactly like a dove? Does that mean that he, you know, had two wings and two legs? Does that mean he had feathers? You know, you know, I don't know for sure. Uh, We don't know the precise details of this event, but we do know the Holy Spirit took a bodily form, and the people who were there watching seemed to think, that it was a dove. So whatever the Holy Spirit did to kind of take on a form or take on a shape of some sort, uh, he he seemed to look like a dove to the people that were there. Now, it's really important to remember that it wasn't just a dove. Like some people would say, well, a dove came down on him 
as if it was the symbol of the Holy Spirit. No, no, that's not exactly what the Bible says. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, or in the form of something that looked or appeared to be a dove, came and rested on Jesus, descended on him. The dove isn't just a symbol of the Holy Spirit. The thing that looked like a dove, or the person that looked like a dove, was the Holy Spirit himself. And I think it's important that we are precise uh, about events like this in the scripture. Side note, it's also important to remember that the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a he. It's the Holy Spirit himself. He is a person, not just a force or a thing. It's really important to remember. Now, what's the significance of a dove? Why does he take on the form of a dove? There's been a lot of theologians that speculate about this. I think there's a few things about it, about the significance of a dove that are obvious. And that is the fact that the dove is a is a symbol of both purity and innocence. Uh, so when the Holy Spirit is coming down on Jesus like a dove, I think the Holy Spirit is trying to send the message um, that Jesus has purity and innocence that's descended upon him, right? So the Holy Spirit is with Jesus, empowering him. So we know he has the power of God, no doubt, but he also has the purity and innocence of God, that that is now in Jesus. Jesus possesses a, a grand form of purity and innocence. He doesn't just possess this regular form of purity and innocence, but he has God's purity and innocence, right? The same exact type of purity and innocence we find in God is the same type of purity and innocence that we find in Jesus. Not only is the power of God endowed in Jesus through the Spirit of God, but the innocence and purity of God is also found in the man Jesus Christ. For that, Jesus is most certainly worthy of being worshipped. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope it was helpful and insightful. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. I promise I will do an episode uh, you know, dedicated to every email that comes my way. The best address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, reminder to everyone, you can connect with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. We'd love to connect with you there. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. Theology for the Rest of Us.